We're going to do it. We're going to do it late. Uh, for those of you, if you by chance are catching us live, thanks for staying up. Um, hi. Welcome to Fest. JJ Brownlee, Jamie Faulkner. We just got back from a live wrestling show. We did, and I am exhausted. That's all <laughs> well, I got to say about that. Those of you that. watching us on the replay or listening to us on uh, Spotify or whatever other channel, thank you, first of all, for watching. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your guys' support. Uh, it is uh, 9 before midnight local uh, Central Standard Time here. We are just starting <laughs> with this thing. So why? Because we're sadists. So Absol- Absolutely we're sadists. Like. Oh show. So I am exhausted. Jamie be tired. Jamie worked today. I took the day off, you know. Uh, it was just, I did work today. <laughs> I should probably take taking tomorrow off. This is a smarter move, but uh that's tomorrow's problem. Let's talk about today's good stuff here. So, uh, as always, we do appreciate you guys watching and listening. Like I said, we thank you for your support. Join the conversation. You can hit us up with a comment down below. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Total Spot Fest. Uh, Jamie, we uh saw our fourth time getting dynamite live in kansas city yes yes our fourth time this is the second time we got to do the sweet thing which i feel like there's that's the only way to fly moving oh, forward so good so good if you guys got you got to get a group of friends do the sweet wherever you're at trust me oh it's it's good 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 view you see everything yeah you're not up in it and you know, but that's fine. Your, your, your chance don't carry across the arena like if you're down low, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, but you can it, do things like this. You can like move your arms and get up and like if you're if you're you yeah. got back issues, you can walk around and Yeah, my back's hurting right now. <laughs> <laughs> well you you stood up and leaned for the last little bit, which is we're gonna save the big story from from the tonight for the end because it deserves to be its own whole conversation i mean it's basically all of dynamite in my head at this point like i'm still trying to remember everything else and i can't because of that okay so they had a lot of stuff there they actually opened up with a six-man tag so yeah yeah that was a lot of fun it it was a lot better than i was expecting but it was just kind of thrown together yeah you had darby (laughs) darby allen sting and uh Orange Cassidy, you know, like that's just a ragtag bunch, if you ask me, going up against Butcher Blade and Kip Sabian, which those three have do have history together. So they do, they do. Sting super over, you know, and he was doing all of the Orange Cassidy stuff, which <laughs> made, just like I appreciate it because he's like I'm old. Like I, I'll do a couple of my favorite, my, my, my big spots. Like he, he did a stinger splash. He did a scorpion death drop. He did a scorpion death lock. He did the old sting no cell from getting hit. You know, I mean, he even did the pound his chest and the woo. His woo is different according to him than Ric Flair's. I've yet to figure out the difference. I still to this day, and I said this uh, to one of our buddies that was in the bots, was our friend Kevin. Hey, Kev, go check Kev out at twitch.tv slash KevinWK. Um, I would like to see a triple threat match between Sting, Ric Flair, and Pentagon because it would be nothing but woos for the entire 15 minutes, you know? Three different woos coming at you, just woo, 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 and all over the place. Woos and, like, 85 Sierra Miedos. (laughs) Yes, 
Yes, indeed. Uh, so the ma- match was, though, like you said, it was very good. It was a surprise. Uh, last week, you know, the whole thing about MJF, who we didn't get to see tonight, you know, unfortunately. No, MJF. Um, but MJF and his, like, four, three-pillar suitors, right? And then immediately you have Darby Allen in a match with his, with Daddy Sting again. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Old Daddy Sting can't get away from him, can he? He cannot. He can't. He can't pull guns out and just totally like get rid of their father because they did, and they did it right. There was a lot of good chance. The main event had most of it, but besides that, some other big things were definitely the Ass Boys chance going on during their title match. Yeah. So, so this match was fine. Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen, Sting won. Mm-hmm. Because Sting actually got the win, which Sting I thought was kind of great. Win. He had he's, he had the Scorpion Death Drop on Sabian, which I'm like, hmm, okay, good for him. It's the first match in over a year. Yeah, yeah, it happened to be in Kansas City, where we are. Or sorry, Kansas Scissor. <laughs> That's a spoiler, y'all. A little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. Actually, I don't think that's on the broadcast, so it's fine. Um, it's going to be on Rampage. Yeah. No, so it wasn't a- even on the Rampage. Sorry, sorry. So after that, they um, we didn't see any of the uh, promo for JBJP, so we're not going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> AEW Tag Team Championships, the Ass Boys versus Top Flight. Yeah. Like, Ass Boys were Ass Boying it up. I mean... Top Flight looked very good. Darius Martin's not human. Um, no. The match itself wasn't the big star of this segment. So. No, no. And and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I just happened to check this. The gun's finishing move is called the 310 to Yuma. Yes. You didn't I, know that? No. And I, I kind of... <laughs> Kind of sad I didn't because that's a great finisher name. I mean, it's it's not too dissimilar from the Shatter Machine or the Big Rig, which I guess they're going by Shatter Machine. FTR is now again. Is it back to the Shatter Machine? I thought it was the Big Rig. Well, they announced it as the Shatter Machine when they re, when they redebuted. You know, Shatter Machine. Anyway, whatever it is. So I don't know. They might have gone back to Shatter Machine, but they called it the Big Rig in honor of. Um, yeah, yeah. So so let's talk about. It. They show up afterwards fdr pops in which big pop a huge pop and then they they said you know the the guns like there's no way no way you'll ever fight us for these titles <laughs> nothing's gonna, gonna make no, you, nothing you can say <laughs> it's like well you know if we don't win them then we'll we'll leave AEW. which right there right then and there jamie perked up he's like <laughs> mark shardamas heard that loud and clear you have to be a Mark Shardamas to figure this out, though. Like, legit. Well, they already said they made a decision for April. What do you think? Well, okay, here's what I think. Okay, and you know, a lot of this is conjecture because we don't know. We don't have inside sources. We don't know. We don't know. All right. Yes. But <laughs> we're working on that. Um, we're working hard. Um, supposedly that it was you know the ink was drying that they were going back to the Fed. It was gonna happen right and then Vince McMahon came back and they were like whoa 
slow down. And from what I've heard is that they never actually did fully agree to go back. They were leaning that way. There was big talk about them taking like a year off from major promotion and just doing Japan, doing little stuff, doing, you know, whatever they want, which fits into them still being in AEW a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And from what I've heard through the rumor mill is that the more and more Vince keeps re-implanting himself into parts of a of WWE, the less and less interested FTR is about going back there. I I'm great with that, but as soon as they said that they'll leave forever, I mean that's a that's a, that's a it's an old trope. That's a telltale sign, right? That they're gone. Yeah, that's like hey. Easiest way to get rid of him is have him a loser leave town match. Right in the story. And guess what? They're in a loser leave town match. So more than likely going to be at uh, double or nothing is my guess, right? Uh, would be well before double or nothing because that's well, in May. Double or nothing is in, oh, sorry, in May. Yeah, so we got plenty. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. So it'll, it'll probably be in the next week or so. That's a couple weeks, right? Uh, yeah. ne- next two weeks. New York. That's in two weeks. Yeah, because they got St. Louis next week and then New York week after. So they're building, they're trying to get a good show for New York, you know, so that makes sense. Well, it's a 50 50. We'll know. <laughs> like, l- legit. Either they're going to be champions and they're going to line up for eventually having the Elite and FTR at more than likely all out, right? Or yeah. they're out the door. They're out the door. How are you? I know that that, that saddens you, but. Big time. I I know that they have a young tag team division. They do. Which they're trying to they push. Do. And I get they, they they are, but you still need your big boys. I mean, the draws. You need draws. And the Bucks are a draw, but then after that, you have L- the Lucha Bros who are a draw. Mm-hmm. Then what? Like for real. The acclaimed is the next on the list that I can think of. And that's yeah, only because but they're, they're popular hot right now, right? Yeah. They're hot right now. And no discrediting the acclaimed. I am a big acclaimed fan. I think they are the future of tag team wrestling. I love them. But they're the future. FTR is the now. And let them roll it for a couple years and really get some of these younger teams really up there and being really legitimate. Yeah. Acclaim's really legitimate. You you can you can get the guns even better than what they are now. You can get top, top flight, flight in there. You know, you can honestly get uh Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange up in there because they are a hell of a tag team. Just gotta get them away from this whole AS <laughs> BS. But you know, it's just one of those things. It's like they have some talent there. There's plenty of room at the top, though. That's the thing. They need the top draw because if, if they lose FTR, that is a blow. Not only to the locker room, but definitely the ratings. I, I completely believe that they're mm-hmm. they're a big draw. Well, they are a big draw, and I don't. I, I it's the whole thing. It's like I I'm not sure if you know them leaving. I don't know if they. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't know for sure. If them staying is going to be a negative for the team, for the titanium division at all, right? I don't. It can't be. You know, I don't think yeah. it'll get away from what 
Tony's wanting to do, which is obviously, he said, push these young tag teams. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's who knows? Like, I'm 50 50 on it. You know, like if they want to go back, get big money and go back to the Fed. Okay, cool. Right. Knock yourself out. Right. Yeah. If they want to stay here because they don't want to go back to there and be have become, you know, the, the Usi hot incident part three, two or whatever, you know, which was also happening in Kansas City. And I did. I refused to go to that show. And I'm so glad I didn't go to that show because I did not see the Usi hot live. I was there. <laughs> you were absolutely you were on the floor, too, I think. I was on the floor because we were seat fillers. You <laughs> were the seat filler thing. So. Yeah. Hashtag, I don't know if people know this, but WWE has seat fillers. So if somebody gets up while there's a uh, a match or something going on and they're going to be on TV, they have people fill those seats. So if you want cheap, i.e. free tickets, get to know somebody at the venue. <laughs> yeah. And then you just go and you sit in the back the back row of, of, of the, the floor. floor and and then... they tap you on the shoulder and go, hey, go sit over there. I'm like, no problem. <laughs> I mean... Free tickets, free floor seats to the show. Check it out. Oh, All right. yeah, like the one. Be- I got a quick little story. No, go ahead. I still remember, like at that show, there's a ricochet match going on, and it's like smack dab right in the middle. Oh, uh, like three rows back on the the top, like uh, it's sprint not not the floor, but like the little incline. Uh huh. This lady looked at me like I was crazy. Like this seat's taken. I'm like, oh, I understand. I work for WWE. I'm supposed to be here as a seat filler, make sure everything looks good. And then once that person comes back, I leave. Like, oh, okay. You work for WWE? It's like, <laughs> that's what they told me to say. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> some, oh, some clout. Yes, yes. I yes. work for WWE. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for these five minutes. So there was a apparently there was a, a promo that we didn't get to see, which played off into Rampage a little bit. So uh, Smart Marsterling has a cease and desist now. Uh, yeah. Even though, as you made it very clear, that that finishing move that Taya Valkyrie does, which is the same move that uh, Jade Cargill does, is just, they both do it. They've been doing it. It's not an original move. It's a good yeah. No, it's been around for a hot minute. Awesome Kong. The Glamazon, like, it's been there for a yeah. hot minute. Yep. I, I agree with you, though. Taya's name for it, fantastic. Welcome to Valhalla. Yes, please. So good. Uh, but so there's that whole thing. Um, the I do want to take a second to just say, we've been mm-hmm. to four Dynamite shows now. Two of them, last two have been in like the uh, in the uh, in the box, right in uh, mm-hmm. one of the suites. Mm-hmm. 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 This is probably the first one we went to was the hottest by far because it's the first time, right? Pre-pandemic, that was a hot crowd. Was it was a hot, hot crowd. crowd. It was a go-home show for a pay-per-view. We had the Iron Man match. It was it was asses to elbows in that place, and it was loud and and going. This is the closest it's been to that. I I think, like. Definitely, I think the biggest crowd since the first one, and they were with it all night. So, shout out to you, Kansas City crowd. Yeah, they always bring it, man. Mama makes me happy. <laughs> so, uh, it had Hook versus Stokely Hathaway next. Yes, Heather, if you happen to be on, <laughs> I did. I did record uh, Hook's entrance. And on my iPhone, I'm gonna load it up on Twitter here shortly, um, so you can go go bask in that glory. But JJ had a revelation about Hook. Okay, 
I enjoy Hook as a wrestler. I think he's talented. I know his pedigree is going to be good. He's going to be all that. Pretty boy, get it, whatever, you know? And I see him in person that goes, okay, now I actually do get it. <laughs> this guy is more shredded than uh, some sort of salad. Um, he more shredded than Julius Sal, man. That's how we set people up here. Um, he got that's the, uh, second, that's the second thing I've said from that movie <laughs> on this show. Ooh, bonus points. Everybody comments down below the first thing. Uh, he, yeah, I get it. I get it. Now seeing him in person, I'm like, okay, now I know why all the ladies love Hook. Ladies, LL Cool, LL Cool H, LL Cool H, um, such a great nickname for him. So Stokely originally tried to weasel out of the match. Yeah, he said he had doctor's note and it was a receipt to Wingstop. Well, he said first of all that Doctor Samson didn't clear him, which Doctor Samson's thing. I'm like, what? You know. Subsequently, or 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 like, like, and coincidentally, I actually I want to announce my retirement. You know, (laughs) yeah. Then tries, then gives Justin his doctor's note, which was a ring ring stop receipt. And then, yeah, it was it was fun. Short, it was short, thankfully. But uh, I think my favorite part was the entrance, Stokely coming down in full like D'Lo, Nation of Domination garb, and. The whole firm is behind him, you know, Isaiah, Matt Hardy, Big Bill, all of them. And they're cheering him on like, yeah, yeah. As soon as he turns his back, they're like, oh, he's going to get killed. <laughs> oh, no, yay, yeah. yay. <laughs> it, it, was, it was good. Yeah, he did get killed. Hook, hook, hook hooked him. Did an amazing exploder on, on, on the outside. Uh, he caught and did the exploder. Did another exploder onto a guardrail, like a bike rack. He pulled guardrail. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it was it was fun. Uh, he hits the red rum, tap out or pass out. I guess I think it was a pass out. Uh, and Hook uh, gets the Dub City. Mm-hmm. He's eating dubs, eating dubs, <laughs> eating dubs. Um, after that, it was story time with Adam Cole, baby. Ooh. Like you said, we haven't been able to see Adam Cole wrestle live. When NXT came to town back in the day, we got to see Undisputed Era of everybody except for Adam Cole. So we haven't actually seen him in person wrestle. Yes. But he put on a hell of a promo. He sure did. And he got interrupted by one Daniel Garcia. Mm -hmm. Now, when you came out, were you surprised with that direction? Because you knew where it was going as soon as Daniel came out. Yeah, yeah, no. I was actually very pleased because Daniel is an incredibly safe wrestler. Yes. <laughs> and he's a, and he's, a, he's a ground wrestler, too. I like the way you phrase that because it's... <laughs> let's, let's just, let's just slide, let's slide in here nice and easy. Slide nice and easy, okay? You know. <laughs> but Daniel actually, who we've criticized before for his Mike skills did a decent enough job, right? Um, Adam Cole pulled back some old favorites, right? You know, what's special about me is when they ring the bell, you know, that sort of bit, you know. Um, but it's good to see Adam Cole, baby, in a ring. Great baby. pop for him, baby, baby. Yes, baby. Uh, the one thing though, I will 100% give Daniel Garcia all the flowers and then some. Because he did something so Kansas City, I guarantee, I guarantee, <laughs> if you're not a Kansas City Royals fan, you did not catch what he was doing. So, 
like legit guy gave him his props. I'm going to tweet at him here in a little bit as well. But he did the uh, Brody King, beat him. And then he named somebody else, beat him. He did the Johnny Gomes speech from the 2015 World Series champion Kansas City Royals celebration. He did that speech. It's on point. I didn't catch it at first, but Jamie was right there as it was happening. Like, <laughs> it's like, wait, oh, he's doing the Royals thing. <laughs> but, but you know, you know, like uh, when they had the music keep playing, you like the low jack thing. Like, oh, they're doing the low jack thing. Like, no, right. no, no, like, this is the Royals thing. Yeah. So next week in St. Louis, Adam Cole's in return is Daniel Garcia. So yeah. only match thus far announced for next week's Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another one. No, another one did not no, get no, no, announced. No, no. They're going to they're gonna announce more on Rampage, which we saw the taping of Rampage, and we're trying not to spoil that for everybody out there. It was a good Rampage, I will say that. Saturday, it was an excellent Rampage. Saturday at 9 Central, 10, 9 Central, not Friday. Don't know why. Yeah, yeah like, we don't really want to spoil, like, you know, Tay Valkyrie's on it going against Layla Gray. Um, we don't want to say anything, you know, towards yeah. that. Or, there was a or title the- match with... Um, um, powerhouse Hobbs. You know we can say what the matches yeah. were. You know it's powerhouse Hobbs versus uh um Pentagon, Pentagon Junior or whatever Pentagon Sarah Sarah Miedo. Miedo, whatever, whatever he's going by now. Um, why not just yeah. Pentagon? I don't know why they got to keep uh, like why you put anything else on there. It's just Pentagon, right? Well, you know, and, and yeah, we, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> but, so. Rampage, you know, we could talk about how somebody got, you know, welcome to Valhalla. You know, we're not going to talk about that because that would just be mean and cruel to to let things out of the bag like that or, you know, I other things. It. Oh, uh, it, it, should, it should be bad. By the way, Heather doesn't like uh, Daniel Garcia talking, period. I don't know if you caught that or not. I mean, she's not wrong, though, but he, he did, did do the Royals he thing. Did, and he's actually he gotten did, better. I think he did better tonight. Okay. Yeah, at least he didn't call him a piece of garbage like he did what the first time he spoke. Like a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah. So Daniel Garcia. And, That's such an inside joke. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Daniel Garcia and JB JP Jack Perry, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I feel like they're on the same level when it comes mm, to Mike's skills. Yeah, which is not a good and level. It, and it rhymes with pity. Um, it's <laughs> probably the best way I could describe them, but. <laughs> He did do the Royals thing, so he did get some. He's getting flowers for me on on his mic skills. He didn't ex- exactly execute as well, but if you are bored, just go look up the Johnny Gomes speech, and it's absolutely beautiful, beautiful. Like that dude cut a better promo to like hundreds of thousands of baseball fans than Dale Garcia did. But you know, uh, to your point, Heather. To your point, yeah. All right, so we have three other matches here. We're saving, like I said, we're saving the ending for 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 our ending. Yeah, Johnny, 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 Johnny. John Mox. Yeah, John. hey Johnny. I don't, don't call him Johnny. You get beat up like everybody yeah. else apparently yeah. Here's on the roster. Johnny. Here's Johnny. Anybody remember Johnny Five? Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> Anybody? Um, sorry, I'm tired and loopy, so you're getting all the crazy '80s movies shit. <laughs> he, he just uh, spit f- rapid fire them to you. All right, so oh, yeah. John Moxley is what you're trying this to say. This is Stu Grayson. Returning uh, Steve Grayson of the Dark Order. This match was so fun. It was a great, grueling, physical, mm-hmm. technical 
I got a goddamn Texas Cloverleaf in this match. <laughs> I'll take it. It's not a lion tamer, but it's my second favorite submission of all time. And this was just a good match. Obviously, you know Moxley's gonna win, and then Moxley and 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 them end up later on beating the hell out of uh, Stu one more time. It's just whatever. And yeah, there it's. SK Bishop was was in there checking on him. <laughs> Evidently, wrestler, local competitor SK Bishop, friend of the show, who's been on the show. Go go look at his uh, interview with mm-hmm. us with the, the premiere. But uh, he was in there acting as like a uh, EMT checking out the elbow of of one uh, Stu, Stu Grayson. Grayson and, yep. Yeah, and had no clue. It was, like, it, it was, was oh, this is an elbow. It's like, um, pook, pook. <laughs> the so another friend of ours who was in the booth um uh if you if you guys are familiar with the wrestler norman known as dallas Cade, uh so he was bringing up the whole thing about the bcc you know he's like they can't be heels you know like well they are heels and it's like well but look how look at this they don't they're not getting heel reception you know getting cheered every you know it's like that's because of who they are they're heels though they start off the show with they beat up apparently the the young bucks to send them to the hospital. Then they beat up Stu Grayson and presumably the Dark Order as well. So it's it's another once again we say this a lot. You know it's an old old trope, but the one group terrorizing the world. That's kind of where they're going with this whole BCC thing, which I don't care at all. So anyway, yeah, so. The the cool thing about this was the finish on that match though was the top rope oh. death rider. Like I I got yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> and Stu has some amazing moves. Um, it's interesting because Stu doesn't like Stu and the Dark Order. They don't get the pop because if you look at the crowd, you have how many thousand people doing the Dark Order thing, right? So they can't like clap, but they're doing every- well. So well, th- this is where Dallas is 100 percent right because everybody's still che- cheering John Moxley. You can't have oh it's John Moxley, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, hey, it's Stu Grayson, yeah. You right. know you can't have them both. You be like hey, yeah. it's like oh yes, go go Stu, go Stu. You right. can't have the same level. Yeah, and during the I think match, he did a good job later of really becoming full on superhero. It did, and during the match, Stu got. He's still got the big pop and big cheers and chants and all that. It's just it's just tough to do. So, yeah, uh, we'll 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 talk about the BCC more in a bit here. Yeah. Um. After this, you had that fun little QTV thing. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hot take and I can get crucified. I don't care. I am loving QTV because the fact that they're making fun of TMZ warms my ever-loving heart <laughs> because I hate TMZ with an effing passion. Effing passion. It's a so, good bit, man. It is. It's a good bit. And Aaron Solo is absolutely hilarious. I That's love Solo getting his, getting his time to shine, too. Yes. So, uh, after this, you had a women's match, singular Uno women's match. You could have uh, done two women's matches, Tony. I mean, you, you did, you did have the bandwidth and the time. I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, it's a possibility, but whatever. Yeah. 
And it was not a full-on squash match, so I was very happy to see that. It was Sky Blue going against Tony Storm with Soraya and Ruby Soho. Hey, Ruby. And that's setting somebody up. I tried to say Ruby, but say hi to Ruby, but she couldn't hear me from where we were sitting. It's okay. I get it. Yeah, that restraining order really helps. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Going to get a high back from her at some point in time. Even if it's that person at the all-out meet and greet, which is probably where it'll be. (laughs) Dude, like if she ever gets on Cameo or something, I'm totally going to see how much it would cost to get (laughs) her that paper thing. I'll take it. All right. So Storm and Blue, honestly, they had a hell of a match. Uh, I... I really like Sky Blue. She sells incredibly well. She made Storm look like a million bucks, which she always does. Got some good offense into. Did hit her Code Red, which by far is more superior than Darby Allen's Code Red. I may be biased, but I don't care. <laughs> it's fact. Um, <laughs> in my it's mind, extra it's movement fact. is what J- Jamie's getting to because she comes at it from the side, then turns and spins and does the Code Red. It looks more fluid than his. Plus, I hate Darby Allen, so there's think, that piece too. There it is. There it is. Hey, at least I'm I'm self aware. At least I can admit you it. You are, you know. And here's my here's my problem with Sky Blue. Okay, and I don't think it's a problem with Sky Blue. I think it's a problem with some of the managing of stars that don't have a long established, you know, record in this business. Maybe you know is. What's her what's her what's her thing? What's her gimmick? What's her shtick? She's she's a cute young wrestler, young cute wrestler. Yeah, young adult woman who who wears a backwards hat so she's alt. It's it's a whole lot of nothingness. It's like it's like uh, she's just there, right? She's you know, Chicagoan. A Chicagoan? She's she's Chicagoan. Yeah, she's from Chicago. Chicago. Chicagoan. She, but yeah, she doesn't but I mean, they don't give her in essence think about this, okay? Uh-huh. Her and Cora Jade are more or less started off in Cora Jade in NXT, Sky Blue in AEW, start off with basically on the same exact level, right? Same sort of thing. I, I get that. Cora yeah, Jade yeah, has yeah. grown and had different variants and this and that and show, you know, Sky Blue just goes out there and wrestles a match once every few weeks and then we see her on dark a few times and that's it, right? She's kind of tagged along with Ruby, tagged along with Willow, tagged along. It's like, I think therein lies the greater problem I have with a lot of this is that if you're not Tony Storm or Ruby Soho, Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, you know, these women that know what they're doing, bend them around the block a little bit, you know, you're just kind of there. And they throw it out for matches, you get a little light push, but you don't really have a lot of character to you. And that, I think, is the bigger problem with the women's division than having two matches. Although two matches on Rampage is not asking for, or Dynamite is not asking for too much. That's I would agree problem. with that. I think, I, think, I think that's an excellent point that you're making. I think she could use a repackage. Or I think define her somehow personally somehow give her some personal. yeah like give her something because like they had her with Mass Rain great so you had Mass Rain like straight at Poison Ivying her and like dressing up or single white female yeah single white female if anybody's <laughs> ever seen that movie like Jesus Ivy. I'm pulling out all the movie references like, yeah you started going down the wrong path that you came back with it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like straight single white female there and like hey yeah like uh, dressing right. exactly like her which uh, I get that okay so she's molding her but then you did nothing with that at all 
Like, pair her with Emmy Sakura and, like, get her an edge. Put her with Nyla. Something. Like, give this damn woman a personality. Please. Like, for she what it's worth, the people will dog us, dog me for this, I know. Marina Shafir, paired with Nyla, has done wonders for her than when they try to just put her out there by herself. Because they didn't give her more. any direction. It's just like, go. Oh, she's a cage fighter woman more. thing. And it's like, what? What? Yeah. Now they pair her so, with Nyla, and sure, Nyla dominates that personality-wise, and she's just kind of like the the meanie friend that takes along. But at least that's something. Not so okay. You 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 want a hot take? I'll uh, give you. Of a course, hot take. I want hot takes. I mean, you're loopy. I, I can I can I can I can pull hot takes out of you like nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. So Nyla Rose and Maria Shafir are the female versions of X Pac. And Kane. Hot damn. <laughs> I think about that. I don't for hate a second. it. I don't hate it. Think about that for a second. Except the rules are reversed. Nyla's the, 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 the smaller, you know, or Nyla's the powerhouse, but tons of personality. Right. And it, Marina's like the smaller. The, the smaller. The smaller. But she's of the, the silent. Losers. You know, no personality is Jungle Boy's gimmick. That's right, you know. But yeah, who yeah. knows where I stand on that one? So, yeah. She... <laughs> ding, 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 so, uh, Tony Storm did get the win. They tried to paint her. Out comes Willow and Riho again. Riho cause... is the steel pipe, and she's got little, like, uh, bare ears with her hair. It is yeah. the cutest damn thing. She looked like a, like a little, like, <laughs> girl. Like, she looks so adorable. <laughs> The pipe is, it's not a large pipe, but for her, it's a massive pipe. It's as big as her fucking arm, and seeing her carrying it is so comical. <laughs> yeah, like, we can't find a smaller pipe. We have to be careful around this, but yes, like, <laughs> it, it does not fit her. <laughs> yeah, I get the point. She's bringing a weapon out, okay? Let's get her an appropriately sized weapon for her physique. That's all I'm saying. A chair. A, a kendo, kendo stick, stick. That's a little too on point but that's a little, a little that, too on point that's, that's, that's also that's also Sheeta's Sheeta thing scene. yeah Who we, is she just still in Japan by the way uh she's supposed to be back anytime now okay so maybe Sheeta pops her head in here remember because there, she was doing a... the same stuff that Heidi and Max were doing which Heidi and Max dropped dropped their belts to uh Yamashita and Maki Ito didn't say I didn't see that coming, but it was, you know, an excellent match. <laughs> adorable little hoodlum. She is. So you, Heather called Riho an adorable little hoodlum. For those of you I not know. watching this live, that's yeah, fantastic. She's cute as a button. And she's she's, she's so going to push here, but anyway, so we'll see. We'll see she's how. She's so cute. Uh, once again, I think though that the fact that they're at least trying some stuff here is good. I just. I agree. They need to have some direction in what they're doing with some of that. You know, I, the the matches have picked up though. I will say this, except when they do like a Jade Cargill squash match. Sorry, um, the women's matches we see on TV have been a lot better. They have. I mean, every now and again you get a stinker, but it wasn't like before we only get a good one every now and again. <laughs> um, the women's divisions came a long way. Uh, like we've talked about, like, I, I want more of it. Like if, like I said before, and I'll say it again, this third show, I want to be a hundred percent a woman's show. 
Yeah. Just showcase the women. Build you, some storylines. Yeah, you've got you've got some some younger talent, you know, that you can develop. You got talent that's been kind of around, you know. So like think about Diamante, right? We saw Diamante as part of the tape. We Who saw some, looked excellent. She looked amazing, you know. Um get you know Go against she, Rico, no less on point. It, it, it was it was a good match. Very watch dark. Elevation, watch dark. It's one of the darks next week. Elevation. I think that was elevation. Uh, but yeah. you know, you got Diamante. You've got like some of these young ones. Like I said here, you've had some reoccurring ones that, um, like the, the Renegade Twins. You know, they've been there. Amber Nova. You know, has been around a few times. You know, you've had Heather Reckless. It's been around several times. You know, you know. So you've got, you've got possibilities there. And we'll we'll you get do. off that high horse because we have way too much to talk about with the final match. And before we get to what literally when I, tw- I okay so we we found out a couple of days ago what the main event was going to be right or what the headline was going to be and I found out about this first and I tweeted or I I text Jamie directly about it and he just goes what because <laughs> yeah Kenny Omega holy, holy poop sign uh Kenny Omega hijo El hijo del Vikingo. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, there are matches that have natural hype. Just just by putting two people together. Uh, I think of uh, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson's one that happened, you know, uh, for the first exactly. Grand Slam. Natural hype. Uh, if you want to go WWE, Nakamura versus AJ Styles. Natural. Just natural. Like, like people yes, want to see this. Want to see. And it's just got this hype. And very rarely, I would say, very rarely does one that has natural hype with no buildup, nothing like that, just natural hype, exceeds any kind of expectation. Uh, Yeah. And this one was that occurrence. (laughs) I... Mm. Mm. So we were all in there, and, you know, we have... A former wrestling promoter. We have a couple <laughs> different, you know, former wrestlers. Like we, we you know, we have we have a, a nice eclectic. Us, uh, so we have group other people who've done, you know, uh, podcasts and worked around, you know, people that have been in and around the industry in general of different levels throughout the throughout our our little room of of wrestling buddies. And and this was must must see must see, um, and my goodness. That match was exquisite. That's probably the best way I can... Ex- like, if I could use some kind of word to explain what I think of this match, exquisite. Do I say perfect? No. Because no match is perfect. But this was amazing. Titalizing, tantalizing, like, however you want to say it. Like, it was just amazing. Like, holy shit. Oh, Vikingo exceeded my expectations. JJ, you can. I will let you Please, see, see so all the songs. For, for those of you who have been around Toast Bafis for a while, um, if been honest in the beginning, you know that Jamie is more kind of like if we had to like draw lines in the sand, Jamie would would be on the side of the line that's uh, over in Japanese wrestling, and JJ would be on the line of the sand that's over in Mexican wrestling, right? Just as a, what do you prefer a little bit more? So. I remember seeing Vikingo for the last few years, right? And he was on Impact 
back when they did like a lucha invasion sort of thing a couple years back you know uh, uh but i seen this kid coming up here and i'm like this guy's gonna be something special i remember back when we had young boy with us i told him about this he goes vikingo what's his what's his deal and i'm like he's a vike uh, he's a mexican viking luchador maskless he goes that sounds like a lot he's like a, just wait till you see him live <laughs> and they were scared. the backstory is that he was going to challenge Kenny, more than likely take the belt off Kenny for the AAA Mega Championship. Well, that was, and then Kenny had all the injuries and everything, and he had to take that year off, right, for to get everything fixed. And and during that time, he had to relinquish the Mega Championship, Mega Title over in uh, <coughs> AAA, and Vikingo eventually won it, and he currently has it. And I like flippy spitty shit. Nobody out there is going to disagree with me on that because they, I, I can't stop talking about it. I prefer the flippy spitty shit. I know. I get it. But my God. My God, my God. This match. We knew it was going to be a banger, right? You know, they gave it plenty of time, though. And, I mean, we could sit, I could sit there and break down every bit of this match if we, if we wanted to, like – Totally just talk for hours on end, which is probably not a good idea at this time of night. But yeah, yeah, no, this this match the 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 step over six thirty through a <laughs> table was mm. one of the most athletic things I've ever seen. And I think it was the second most athletic move of the entire night. It's hard I, it's hard to the four fifty the four fifty off of the top of the, oh, the, uh, the ring post? The ring post into a Hurricane Rana might have been the most athletic thing I've ever seen in my whole Which life. Which I seen him do that at the last Triple Mania. And I was like, to see it live was even better. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, it was close quarters. <clears throat> like, that takes just a lot of skill to be that close to be able to hit that. Mm-hmm. Where the step over 630, yes. I, again, like, if you pick one and say this is the thing, I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a 630. And then it's a six thirty. He did by stepping on the middle rope and jumping over and doing a six thirty. Like, v- fuck physics, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, his poison Rana, like he he hit he, so many things. To 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 kind of put it all as well. It started off hot, so his entrance was fantastic. Came in, and then we got the old Kenny the Cleaner entrance with. Justin Roberts' his little cue card full of stuff in the North Carolina. And <laughs> North Carolina. So glad the crowd participated with that. It was uh, then, So as he got close to the ring, Vikingo just did a tope suicida. Right? Let's just fucking go. Right? You know, it's 25 minutes left in the show, and it's like falls to the wall. And I'm like, yes. And within like literally like three minutes, the whole crowd is chanting, you know, this is awesome, right? <laughs> like, Within three minutes. Like, that's that's what happened. Like, the crowd, like, okay, so the pop for Omega was insane. <clears throat> Loudest pop of the night, by far. Even over Adam Cole, which I thought was kind of amazing. Yeah. But the crowd was so hot for this match. It was insane. Like, Don Callis was not lying when he said it was going to tear the roof off because it <laughs> did. I, I'm not one that usually gives out a large like star rating from a match fresh off seeing it. I only saw this live, so I don't have rose tinted glasses. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say it is at least a five-star match, 
And for you to do an initial rating like that is kind of shocking. I'm easily going to give it a five. If this, <laughs> happened, if this happened, happened on uh, Japan soil, Meltzer would have given it like a 39 and a half star <laughs> rating. Um, but yeah, no, this match, mm. everything and then some. And for those I, of you, we'll watch it again. I 100% are going to watch this match at least a few times. I mean, match of the year candidate, easy. I, I threw that out there, and I'm, you know, I was like, do you think this is going to be? And he's like, yes, this is definitely going to be on the list. I mean, it it was fantastic in every way. Kenny looked amazing. Vikingo looked amazing. They went back and forth, told a beautiful story. Both men looked fantastic. Neither men looked bad. Kenny got the win. Which lines him, and you out. You asked about this. You think AAA is going to let their their golden boy lose? And I'm like, well, if they do, this gives a open line for his next challenger for that mega title at uh, Triple Mania. Get the which, match they finally which want on Mexican soil. Also brings to the point that Kenny's going to be free agent here shortly, supposedly. Like he's he's you know in negotiations. Right. They probably wouldn't have let him win if the negotiations weren't going in the favor of a certain company. I mean, we'll see about that. <laughs> I Kenny, don't. Kenny equals ratings. I don't expect Kenny leaving. You know, in, a, in at all. And uh, I feel Neither like I. I feel like what they're. I think the storyline what they're doing with Kenny is bigger. Vikingo could take the loss because it wasn't a title match, and like I said, it does build something up for him in his home promotion. That's just as good right because it's this but on mexican soil in a six-sided ring <laughs> which yeah. if, if you do yourself a favor i know jamie i've forced him to do this and he's thanked me for it go on youtube look up some triple a matches with he held a vikingo okay go look at some triple mania triple a just look them up and thank me later because it is that good and you don't even have to love the flippy space as much as i do but this man has just got like you want to see, like you said, imagine seeing him and Ray Phoenix in a match. Mm -hmm. I don't know if my brain could take that. <laughs> uh, it would be like him, Ray Phoenix, him, Will Osprey. Like I could go on and on about some matchups. Him and Pac would be that would stupid. Be him and Pac would like melt my <laughs> mind. Uh, but no, like this match was amazing. After the match is, I do want to get to that. Okay. So after the match. Here comes the Blackpool Combat Club with heat. The people are booing him because they're attacking Kenny. And here comes uh, Adam Hangman Page with a board with nails in it, driving an ambulance back from the hospital. <laughs> and he, he comes in there and he, he clears out the Blackpool Combat Club. But then... Don Callis got out of the ring when all that stuff was happening. Mm -hmm. Irony. And then he gets back in after they, they leave and he starts pulling on Hangman and they came in, they kind of pulled his arm away and he fell to create some animosity. Right. Well, he, at first, he turns around because he gets surprised and almost hits him. Like, oh, okay. All right. And then he turns back around. Don Callis pulling him and, and does this weird bump, which we're all just kind of like, huh? Do you want it? Do you, no, no, do you no. Want I, it? I, was just, I was just catching up because you missed that one little part there. Go for it. Go. You want it? Don Callis is part of the Blackpool Compact Club. Oh, God. It, A, it makes 
it actually makes a lot of sense when you when you get past the shock of that statement. Don Callis is a heel, ladies and gentlemen. Don Callis is a heel. Right now, the elite are not heels. <laughs> and what does Don Callis want more than anything at this very moment? The god of wrestling, Kenny Omega, singles main eventer. Yes. And he's trying to get a Kenny Omega. So they're setting up Kenny Omega, Moxley, and Hanger and a triple threat. That's what they're setting up right now. And eventually it'll be Kenny and, and Hanger too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. To occupy until the time comes that Kenny moves into the title picture. Because we all know that that's, that's the more end than likely the lineage, right? Yeah. So what better way to set up Kenny, you know, and, and have his his friend hurt him, and yet he was the mastermind behind it all, you know, and it'd be the big swerve. And then it would have Kenny be alone because his friends have turned their back on it. Like the reverse. Legit, it would be the reverse of what happened with, with them and Hanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one alone because he shunned them because... Don Callis filled his head with all that crap, and he finds out the truth, but his friends are still hurt, so he's just gonna, you know, go down that lonely road. I mean, it's a great way to go with it, and uh, nothing that they've done has given any credence to disprove that statement that Jamie made either. The fact that earlier on in the night, you know, they had the whole the whole thing with. You know, the, the young bucks go to the hotel hospital and, and Kenny's wanting to go check on them and be with his friends. And Don's like, you have a match. You have a match where you have a single match. You're getting back to what you need to be, the god of pro wrestling, right? So it's like, you're being a little heartless here, Don, when you think about it. So... <laughs> so, um, so Heather says, like, Lima Beans, no one loves him or trusts him. Hot take. I love lava beans. I prefer black beans personally. I'm a big, I'm a bean fan in big, general. Yeah, just big beans in general. Okay. But the lima beans, I really like covered in, in butter. Mm. Like we used to have them for Thanksgiving dinner. Do you like peas? Oh yeah. Who peas doesn't? and beans are similar. I loathe peas, but I love beans. I can't stand peas. <laughs> yes yes heather every day jamie does take us further from god <laughs> it's okay it's he's a catholic go to confession it'll be fine um <laughs> it's warm down here um, no. <laughs> but... I, so all right we'll see we'll see if that really happens if that's the transpression it ends with you know kenny B, bcc leaves you know kenny turns over and sees don on the ground don points to hanger and he gets a little frustrated, this and that, and then takes Don and jets off. So that's how we end it. Slow yeah. burn, but I think they're building it up quickly, which is nice. Well, they're they're one hundred percent. They're breaking they're breaking Kenny away from this the group action in general, right? Which is a smart okay play to do. That. But but how they what they go with it from there is the thing, because you've also got, and this is maybe the longest. <laughs> like serious longest form story that we, they have is uh, at some point in time, Omega and Cole are going to cross paths. 
It's going to be glorious. I mean, Kenny Omega did kill Adam Cole. With a tainted monster. So, if you don't know what we mean, go subscribe to BTE. Okay. So, it's something's going on with that. So, that's how they end the show. And it's a good way to go, too, because, like I said, the match. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Heather, can we address the fact that Hanger committed a felony? We don't know for sure if he stole the ambulance. Yeah, okay. it could have been. It could have been more of borrowing it, and maybe not like borrowing it forever, you know. But he could have definitely just uh, taken a little. He might have asked for a ride back from the hospital, and all that was available was an ambulance. And while they were getting going, the ambulance driver hurt his foot. He's like, "I got to get there now. Why don't we just switch seat?" You don't know. We don't know that. We don't know. We're not. We're not calling this man. We're not going to point fingers. Okay, it's America. It isn't until proven guilty is what I always like to say, dude. What America do you live in? Where I don't, you're I don't know where I'm for going. proven guilty. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's, that's old thinking. Clearly, you're guilty in, in the eyes of we, of. we we there there there's there's no we don't know he stole it. We don't know he stole it. You he's know, a good, maybe he's a good looking man. Maybe, he might have sweet talked somebody and got the keys. You know, as a you know. maybe they're hanging out in the back. Is like he's probably did the old you know because he's like I'm a celebrity. Can I drive it? Can I drive it? They're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. That's probably and then he and he did. That's probably you know. If he did steal it, <laughs> I mean, then I will make sure I'm at the court date here in Kansas City, and I will let you know how it goes. Because <laughs> uh, I will definitely be there. Well, it's actually <laughs> going to be in Independence. It's even closer to you. So I know. All right. Oh, so, he did have the siren on. Damn it, she's right. Yeah, you gotta make it. Gotta make a splash. All right, let's not poke holes through our 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 pre-storied, you know, weekly TV drama <laughs> here, Heather. Okay, just let us have this, okay? <laughs> <sighs> okay, match though, <sighs> unbelievable. If by chance you're listening to this and you've not watched this match, you, you just leave. We're done. Go watch it. Go watch top it three. Top three I've ever seen in my life, in person. It was. I, I had to ask everybody there. You know, was that better of the two that you've seen here in Kansas City? Kenny Omega, Pac, Iron Man, or that match? And everybody just immediately like, that one, that one, that one, that one. I mean, I of course going to say that sick. one because you know, flippy Spanish shit. But whew, I hope we get more Hijo del Vikingo. Yeah, me hoping. too. I hope we do. Me too. We don't know. I mean, is eight? I mean, Triple A has him on. Like they have first right of everything, pretty much, you know. But they've loosened the reins, and you know, like a year ago, we wouldn't have seen him on a on on TV in America, right? So, hey, there's that. Living in America. (laughs) So Jamie has dropped at least, I think, what seven, eight movie references tonight. Here, I can't. I'll... Uh, I think, I think I'm uh, around six. Six movies, okay. Yeah, well, I mean, right, right, meow, around six or seven. Okay, well, they, all right, all right. So we're gonna call it that. Uh, fi- final thoughts about uh, our fourth live rampage, uh, rampage dynamite, uh, the match of the year potentially i mean final thoughts uh it was great Brody king wins uh say valkyrie wins claim win 
Uh, and I don't remember the other one. There you go. So there's all your spoilers. Okay. <laughs> you stick around, you get a little extra. Okay. All right. Little and yeah. Um. All right, that's what we got, guys. Like I said, fantastic stuff. He hoes a god. Um, Kenny's back to doing Kenny things, and uh, we got some good stuff. So next week, Adam Hayman Page is a felon. <laughs> <laughs> I am running away from this conversation as fast as we can here. So next week, St. Louis, uh, Adam Cole's in-ring return and other stuff. We'll see more fallout from BCC versus Dark Order, and BCC is going on this whole like, and it's an once again, I, I know it's not the first time, but this whole like us versus the entire locker room shtick, which cool, right? But we'll see uh, where that goes with the what the elite's next direction is, what hangers next direction. Uh, it's good stuff coming here. Uh, then they're in New York, which is what Jamie predicts is going to be a massive show, probably the FTR decision match let's put it that way <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah anyway we'll be back next week same bad time uh, or same bad channel a different bad time our more regular bad time mm-hmm. half hour after dynam- uh, dynamite actually ends uh, yes. <laughs> so thank you for those of you who did join in thank you heather for hopping in as well too a little late here and chatting with us uh for those of you listening those of you watching the replay we appreciate you guys uh, giving us your support you can always uh give us a little more by hitting the comment down below like the video uh like us uh subscribe whatever platform you're watching share this video with others and of course you can always hit us up on twitter at total spot fest absolutely jamie take us home man Alright, well, if anything, I'm committed to the bit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're out down at the Total Spot Fest, I got three words for you. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> Alright, guys, we'll see you next week. Goddamn teleprompter. Peace!